Sorry. I think. I what? can't. So I think she's home, but I don't want to scare her. <laughs> she's gonna hear us. Why would you? Why she's would you scare her? She's gonna you hear live us. In the screaming in the back room and forget <laughs> she's gonna say why are they giggling together behind a closed door <laughs> I want you to know we're doing the podcast and we don't hate you <laughs> uh, like she said not responding on the tree for it Oh my god! On the beanstalk. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? I missed what <laughs> Andrew just said. The SpongeBob episode where they make the tree for. Oh, <laughs> I just really gonna go on the beanstalk. <laughs> that one time on the beanstalk. I had something else I want to share from. So I was, I was looking through old texts today. I'm not resharing the same story. I'm resharing a new story. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it again one more time. <laughs> oh, because we didn't clap first. So let's... Uh... Right. We hadn't clapped for that one. Um, I was looking through my old text today, and you and I had this bit going where we would recite Childish Gambino lyrics, but we would put the, the punchline before the joke, like the setup. <laughs> And it was what? funny, though. It was funny looking back. Like, they weren't that funny probably in the time as we were treating them. But, like, looking back, I'm like, that was pretty clever. Oh, be- so you're saying we were we were ahead of our time. Yes. It was we like, it was like all you got left is your ego took the G out of the waffle. Like, it, they were set up like that. <laughs> you had way better ones than I did, though. Like, oh, God. Uh, Let me, wait, I can. Well, I'm, I am interested in hearing what. Or I guess, seeing. I hearing, definitely screenshotted it. Knowing, seeing. Wait, so these are all screenshots, or were you yeah. looking through really old text? Screenshots. Like, okay. I I just had I save I screenshot anytime I think something's funny, anytime I'm worried about something, just so I can look back and if I need any of that information. See, I'm so glad I have this. Um, <laughs> you said I should be running PETA because I love pussy and bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then um i said you are just a dog walker i'm running this bitch <laughs> and they kind of work honestly yeah no i mean they make sense i th- I think they are better the way that uh <laughs> that- gambino may have wrapped them in, yes. uh, in a lyrical context i want to do another one live on the spot Ooh, do it Oh, God. Um, yeah, well, that means you have to think of one. Anything old. Live on the spot. Sweatpants. I guess that's not that old, but it was the first thing I could think of. He's got to have a pun That's pretty sweatpants. old now. That's almost, that's like nine years old by now. All she want to do is Bangkok, half Thai thicky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all jokes. Now she ASAP got her hair done French braids. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, let's see. Sweet and low, you're faker than some. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking. I couldn't. I, I I had the sweet and low in my mind, but I couldn't remember what uh, came after. I guess. DJ Khaled. Oh wait, no. For, for... <laughs> DJ Khaled still spitting that cash flow. That one works that way. Yeah, that, that works. Paint me as a Ooh, villain. That one works. Rich kid asshole. That sounds like something from a Batman movie. Let's bring it back to Batman more. Oh man. Oh, no. Paint oh, me like. Brother. Oh, paint me like a villain. 
rich kid asshole. That's my Joker impression, everybody. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. <laughs> That's your Joker impression? I'm just like everybody else, baby. <laughs> the way that Courtney just contorted her body while saying that. I am sick to my stomach i told i warned everyone today that i was not having a good one her hand turned into a claw she grew fangs i'm just like everybody else baby i'm shaking um can i i want to do um what the hell oh um I want to do this game. <laughs> I want to do, do something so quickly. No, yeah. no, no, no. Do, yeah, no, it's, it's not art related though. Does the audience well, want to hear us bullshit for another second? They're like, oh man, everyone. it's not art related. So there was this, there was a, this game that the podcast Hey Riddle Riddle was playing last week, and I've been obsessed. And I was, I was quizzing Leanne through this game and i think leanne really liked it or was really good at it so really yeah stop it but i was i was thinking just now while we were conversing with andrew i was like oh andrew would love that game andrew would love that game and then i was like why don't i give him one right now i was having fun with it yeah so essentially all credits to this person it's i mean hey riddle riddle did it but there was a subscriber person who wrote in who has been making these um but essentially it is partially like a description of a oh andrew i told you about this game already partially a description of a movie and then description oh, yeah. of, of a song um and you have to like yeah. figure out the connection they have a word or a sound of a word in common but then i was making my own i'm gonna go to a movie that andrew might like let's do it Let- so you hate me now what happened so- <laughs> i hate all movies okay okay let's go to andrew hans's letterbox we're doing a plug right here. What? Follow Andrew Hans on letterbox.com. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm almost at 200. I'm at 199 followers. Wow. Right so. Okay, okay, okay. I have one. Um, I guess they kind of don't even fall into each other like the way that I want them to, but it's perfect. A movie um, about warning... A new movie with the warnings of global climate change. Um, uh, Wait, wait. Let me make this better. One second. A movie. A satire movie. Let me, let me get it. A satire movie about climate change with Cardi B, who um, is getting us hyped for the summer. Don't look up. Yeah. You got I, it. See, I knew what the I knew what the movie was before you even as soon as you said a movie about climate change, I was like, okay. I, I can do a better one. Oh really? Then prove it. Oh. Okay. It's bringing it back to Challenge Gambino. Yeah. Um a movie about a evil scientist and a billion of his tiny yellow friends singing <laughs> about Singing with Childish Gambino about falling in love. Um, Despicable Me. Oh, yes, throwing up. Oh, I thought he threw up. Just Despicable Me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's Despicable Me. 
Wrong. No, no. It is Despicable Me. And the song um, is... Leanne, you know? Despicable Me and Your Mama? Yeah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Despicable Me and Your Mama. Okay, now we can talk about... All right, I feel, I feel cleansed now. Okay, okay. But I'm actually starting with the art. Ooh. Because You're doing what? I'm talking about the this day. Wait, we oh, need... Yeah. Oh, by the way, we cannot hear the soundboard, so this is really based on intuition. But we we should get a button for like this day in history, and it's like whoosh, 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 or something like that. But um, let's start with a let's just do a basic fart. Yeah. Welcome to our segment called "This Day on Art History History." Okay, so this week, a long time ago, the artist Goya, Francisco Goya, was born. <gasps> Whoa. Specifically. Ooh specifically on march 30th so a few days from this recording but closer to when this oh, is released so <clears throat> so what's wrong what's up with that so, like, what's like, up with it's this? not really his birthday so we can't have the party anymore no like i don't really think it would be fitting i is don't it? it's not his birthday <sighs> He shares a birthday with with Van Gogh though, and they like they had this whole plan, really? and we were like invited and stuff. Is that true? They share they share a birthday. Yeah, they do share a birthday. Isn't that kind of fucking weird? That's kooky. So why did you choose to only talk about Goya? Because we so because we've talked <gasps> about Monet. Uh, I mean Van Gogh. Oh my god. <gasps> oh. Oh my god. We've talked about Van Gogh a little bit. I feel like. And so yeah, I mean, probably, yeah. I was like, let me let me celebrate. I can only choose one because I'm going to take too much time if I choose more than one. Fair. But I have three facts to share with us about Goya. Hit me. Okay. He was the first major artist to use aqua tint, and I was like, oh, like watercolors. No, fuck no. Um, <laughs> aqua tint is when you etch a <laughs> copper plate with nitric acid, oh. and then you use resin and varnish to produce areas of tonal shading to create a watercolor-like effect. That's punk. Yes. Yeah, so I thought you said aqua taint at first. And then <laughs> he was the first to use the aqua taint, if you know what I mean. If I oh, if, that's what they used oh, to call me in high oh. school. What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Leanne. This is what they called you. The nude Maya was the first profane life-size nude in Western art. <laughs> All of that is what we used to call you. That entire. <laughs> Sentence. Oh so apparently, up until 1790, most paintings of nudes were in reference to mythology or, or allegory. But Goya just painted this woman he was fucking entirely nude. Um, he was actually having an affair with her. So maybe one day we'll get to talk about that. Um, and then he was also a major influence in both modern and postmodern art. He actually was the influence for Olympia by Manet, which Leanne talked about in the past. Oh, word. Um, he was a very big influence on Francis Bacon and also, which you've seen that movie, I think, Andrew. I have seen that movie. And then he also really affected the youth, the young British artist movement, which we've talked about a lot here. Um, and Jake and Dinos Chapman reworked all of his prints. Oh, and then Google had like a quiz for me to answer about Goya, but I didn't take it. So, but if you look them up, you could take it. Okay. Okay. All right, that is that is this day on art history. Okay, I'm yeah. wait. I didn't introduce us. <laughs> oh, 
That's uh, fine. So if you listen to that whole beginning part, um, you probably have left by now. <laughs> but if you're here still, you probably already know what we're all about. But I'm going to reintroduce this anyway. Um, this is Art Farts. We're a podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T podcast um very good very good yes and on on this podcast we talk about art art history not about making art we're not going to teach you how to make art because that's up to you you go off you do that however you like um we might debate if it's art or not uh you could listen to our first episode about that but what we primarily do is take turns learning about a specific movement artist piece event something special in the art history timeline and we present it every week but here's the catch we are in fact idiots three of them three together so it's like even more idiot effect um we're the farts we're teaching you the arts i'm courtney i'm leanne i'm andrew and we cannot promise that anything we say at any point is real or true I actually, for each of my episodes, I have entirely made it all up, and that trend will continue um, for as long as this podcast continues. This podcast is not real. You're actually in a dream right now. You should wake up. You should probably wake up. 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 Wake up and do your part. Now that we've scared away the wackos. To spread lies on the internet this week. Oh, yes. Everyone comment on the on the Instagram Muppets lie. That's the code word. You'll get our secret on. Un- you'll unlock a secret episode. Everyone comment the hashtag hashtag Muppets lie. <laughs> Your post may be featured on the Art Farts Instagram. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think we should start having people write into our email and we can talk about what they. Oh please. Oh yeah, please. I'd I'd like that. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, all, all all two of our listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> hi Ethan, hi Lydia. You know anyone it's else? Hate mail from both of them. <laughs> <laughs> My mom. <laughs> My dad listens. Oh, hi Robert. <laughs> Can I call you Robert? <laughs> no, you can't call him that. <laughs> I can't I can't dox your family again. I've already said your name twice. Your last name twice on this episode. <laughs> Instagram. Oh, I, guess, I think we all get doxxed every episode. True. Today, Instagram recommended I follow Andrew's dad with my Finsta today. <laughs> he needs to see that. <laughs> and, and you did, right? Yeah. Tell him to accept it. We got we got quite a few follows in the in recent times. So either people are listening really? or we post some funny pictures. I think we post funny pictures. Well, I have to remember our email name. I can't remember if we couldn't get Art, Art Farts Podcast. All right. Well, we're locked out of the account. Um, <laughs> we will be sending reward money to anyone who can get into our account. No, I haven't. I know that I know that we have the numbers 42069 in our password. <laughs> I know for a fact. Why would you say no! that? No. Yeah, the password's 42069. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else to it. <laughs> I'm um, so sorry. But I'll link the I'll link the email in our bio. And you can write into us and say, "Hey fuckers, write a I mean, talk about this. I have an interesting thing you should talk about and I want to learn more about it by you guys, you stupid idiots." Or you can tell us something we got wrong. No. Um, no, I did not say that. <laughs> you can tell why, us if we got anything we want right. That? 
I don't want people to. I guess. Okay. Well, only if you say it. As I like want a, someone. Go ahead. Listen. If someone is <laughs> listening <was> <laughs> and they know enough to to, I want someone. If, if someone is listening and they know enough that they're like, wow, they completely fucked that up. Uh, I'm going to send them a letter. I want to hear from them. I do. I want to. In, in like a teaching way, though. You better not be like, uh, you thought this? I We promise no, we didn't know anything. I want you to be really mean about oh. it. Right. Send those ones to Andrew. Say, dear Andrew. Okay. Yeah. Ta- put it. Put Andrew in the subject line or put Leanne or no. I for the other things only send me nice things <laughs> don't ask me any questions or ask me to do anything we make a P.O. box we get like packages oh, I guess people do do that yeah, eventually we, we get sent bombs <laughs> <laughs> oh my god doo-doos and bombs anthrax <laughs> bombs doo-doo and bombs together really killed me oh. <laughs> man that was funny that was good. Um, I don't want to talk anymore, so Andrew, can you do it? <laughs> oh, you're embarrassed. Oh, yeah. I guess that, that means it's my turn. It's it's Andrew's turn to present this week. Wow. <laughs> it's your Ooh, lucky day. Yay. It's your lucky day. Okay, Andrew, I take it. I hate when it's my turn to present. Oh, my You gosh. hate everything. That's true. Um, uh, hello, ladies and gents, and everything in between and outside yeah. of that. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, Hannah Hoch. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what? It's ger- Hannah Hoch. It's German. Um, it's spelled, you know, Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, and then it's spelled Hoch, like H-O-C-H. Um, but it's pronounced like Hoch or something like Hoch. I don't know. I don't know you're, if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's something like that. You're German. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have no uh, understanding of German heritage, but I am German. <laughs> so obviously you can um, say this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely saying it right. Um, that's how it's pronounced. I'm already so, liking Hannah what I'm Hulk. seeing. Oh, these are sweet. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, um, Hannah Hulk was born November 1st, 1889 in Gotha, Germany. Um, she was a very important figure um, in women's rights, especially in the art, art world. Um, she was a Dada artist, uh, and she was also the uh, pioneer of the genre of photo montage uh which is can be spelled with the ph or the or an f instead mm. um and it's one word photo montage um which is basically collaging um very similar very they're cool. they're kind of used inter- interchangeably um so let's get into it uh in 1912 Hannah Hoke, we're going to skip, you know, her early life. You know, she was in diapers at one point doing whatever kids do and at her, another point. <laughs> oh, and Who as cares? a baby. I was like, why was she uh, talking yeah, about a, No, in, in her adult life, she was in diapers. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. So in 1912, she got into a school of applied arts for glass design. Hmm. Um, and what she did in that school was really she would make things like you know, cups, uh, vases, uh, any kind of thing like that. It wasn't really an 
art. I mean, obviously it is artistic. Like that is art. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more of like a factory a line craft, type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and she was making, you know, just things for households. Uh, I, I mentioned she was born in Germany, right? Yeah. yeah. Gotha, Germany. Yeah. Um, so in 1914 world war one begins um no. at this point you know <laughs> yeah I, th- yeah no. i'm sorry courtney 1914 i was holding out world war one <laughs> wow um so by this point she's been painting she's been working she's been uh doing this glass design stuff um yada 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 blah 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 she's got a little bit of art experience um but uh, in 1914, when the war starts, she joins the Red Cross. Um, so she ends up on the front line witnessing all of these atrocities and stuff. You know, things in, in war. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's there for a short time, ends up in 1915 heading back to Berlin to study at the Museum of Arts and Crafts. Um, and this is where stuff really starts to, I guess what she's known for really starts to kick in. Um, she begins dating this man named Raul, Ra, uh, Raul, 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 it's, it's R, R-A-O-U-L. Raul. Raul. I don't know. Um, Raul Hossman, which is spelled H-A-U-S-M-A-N-N. Should I look him up? Um, yeah, you can if you want. He 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 is an important figure in her story okay, for okay. sure. Um, he was he was a he was a Dada artist, um, and he was a member of the German Dada movement. Are are you gonna give like and, like are you gonna do like a little like background about Dada? Yeah, yeah, okay, I am. Okay, okay. I am for sure, for sure. Um, and basically, he is what got her into. He he helped her get into the German Dada group um and it kind of is what got her into dada art which again i will get into what that is a little bit later um but their relationship was kind of important when they they stayed together for seven years um Mm -hmm. obviously they were both artists uh and often when artists are together they end up collabing um, they end up sharing ideas and stuff um, but the main point of their relationship was that it was not a good one. Oh, it was no. not a very good relationship no. at all. Fuck. They they fought often. Um, sometimes it was physical. No. Um, he he wasn't a very good dude. He he like didn't like her opinions on art. Um, he was also married to someone else oh, at shit. the time, and refused to leave his wife. Bummer. Um, I'm pissed for her. I'm gonna and kill she, him. she made it clear to him that she wanted to marry him, and he refused. He wouldn't do that. Um, and like in addition to refusing, he also himself uh, stated that he didn't feel like she would reach full potential as a woman or in their relationship until she married him and they had a child. So it was like he was kind of like purposely preventing her from what he thought would be her full potential um which was you know fucked sounds um, like a stupid idiot yeah he is a stupid idiot sounds ugly. um and so <laughs> there's she actually she wrote a short story about him 
called The Painter. Ooh, um I I didn't I didn't really want to I well I did at first I wanted to read this whole thing. Um then I I read it and it's like it's relatively long, but I'm going to read a bit of the beginning for you. I'd love that. To, to really to really give you uh, a feel of what <laughs> was going on and how she felt about this 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 man. Thank you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so let's get into it. Um <clears throat> Once upon a time, that, oh, and also this is obviously it's translated from German, um, so I'm not some of this some of I feel like some of these sentences don't necessarily make sense to me. Um, they might have just been a rough translation. The, so. ling- the lingo. Yeah. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a painter. He wasn't called Dribble or anything like that, as he might have been in earlier times. It was around 1920. The painter was a modern painter. So his name was Heavenly Kingdom. Unlike the real painters of earlier times, he was not asked to work only with brush anti-palette. This was his wife's fault. She thwarted the boundless flight of his genius. At least four times in four years, he was forced to wash dishes, the kitchen dishes. The first time, actually, there had been a pressing reason. She was giving birth to the baby, Heavenly Kingdom. The other three times had not seemed absolutely necessary to Heavenly Kingdom Senior, but he wanted to keep the peace. Because after all, God had created the male to do just that, and so had no choice but to obey her Xanthippian demand. Um, So yeah, that's just a little excerpt of that. Uh, The whole thing is kind of like not only taking shots at him as uh, himself, I guess, Mm. But, like, kind of goes at egos of, like, male artists gen- yeah. and men in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's actually, it's really funny. I, yeah. You know, it's, it's two pages long, so, uh, you know, was, read it when you get the chance. I was reading along with you, and I like the way that it says Heavenly Fo- or Heavenly Kingdom like that. Like, it's a, written like a name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, so... Anyway, moving on from that, in 1916, she started working at an embroidery factory for Ulstein Verlag, which was a magazine, um, and this kind of familiarized her with, like, uh, cloth, intricate lace, um, stitching and things, which would end up coming into play in her art, uh, where she would combine a lot of things, um... But I want to take a second to just talk about what Dada is. Yes. Um, because, you know, at this point she is in the German Dada group, um, or Berlin Dada group. You you also, um, you just taught me a word in German, Andrew. What is it? You said Verlag, right? Yeah. That, there's a, if you're a speech pathologist out there, there's a website that you use and it's something, something Verlag and it's a German website. And I didn't know, I didn't know it meant anything, but I was, you said Verlag and I was like, oh, like my website. And then I just looked mm. it up and it means publisher. Ugh. Ah. Yeah. I didn't even know what it meant. Oh, I, I was, I was like, what do you know about Verlag? What do you know? <laughs> okay. What do you know about Verlag? What do you know? Um. How would you know? Okay. T- tell us about data, data, data. So, Dada is, uh, it's kind of, most places will say it is starting in 1915. Um, They kind of start, I mean, I'd say, like, it just kind of got its name in 1915. 
Um, it kind of starts around 1913, actually uh, a little bit before the war, but I'd imagine like signs of war were uh, appearing at the time, which probably played a role. Um, and it was kind of an anti-art type thing. Uh, we've talked about um, Marcel du- Duchamp, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and toilet. The, and the, the toilet the uh, called Fountain. Yeah, that was Dada. Um, it was kind of like it. It 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 kind of serves as a. I feel like this helps me picture it a little bit better. But it's kind of like early sur- surrealism. Um, like it is definitely where surrealism stemmed from. Uh, and it started getting a lot more popular in 1914 and 1915 because of the war. Um, this is a trend in history, throughout history, like when there are tough times in war, whatever, the art scene kind of flourishes because people need responses and escape from that. So Dada started gaining popularity because compared to the atrocities on the war front, you know, Dada was very kind of easygoing, mm-hmm. funny, um, and, you know, just lighthearted. Uh so it was created in Switzerland, uh, I guess in 1915. That's when the name was given. Um, and part of the point of it was that it just felt that art shouldn't have shouldn't be restricted yeah. uh, to anything. Um, and I mentioned the term anti-art, which was actually coined by Marcel uh, du. How do you say his du- name? Duchamp. 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 Something like du- that. Du Duchamp. Duchamp. Um, he he coined that term anti-art, but Dada was kind of anti-everything. Like it didn't really stand. Well, I'll get into that a little bit more. But for in most cases, it didn't really stand for anything. Like the whole point was kind of just strange, nonsensical things that were humorous, abstract, randomness. I remember um, it could span any. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember always seeing like robots. <laughs> like there's. Like pictures and drawings did, of robot type things. Did they even know what robots were back then? I don't, I don't know, but I feel like Dada like goes into the forties too, though, right? Like no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it definitely like got a little less popular when I feel like surrealism kind of mm. took it its place a little bit. Mm. Um, but you know, I'm not. Maybe we could do a whole Dada episode at one point. I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Mm-hmm. Don't, um, don't. It's not. It's not worth your time. No, it's not worth my time. Fuck Dada. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Fuck this episode. And, yeah. Let's just end it right here. Yeah. I'm done. All right. See you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Just kidding. I'm right here. Um, so Dada spanned like all types of mediums. At, like we mentioned the the toilet, which is literally just the toilet. <laughs> it's a urinal. There were Dada paintings, <laughs> urinal, whatever. Um there were, you know, sculptures. There were things. There were Dada poems, which were described as literally. Um, I don't remember who was saying it. I was, I was reading a quote. Someone basically said, "To make a Dada Dada poem, you cut out um, scraps of newspaper, um, like words from newspaper. You put them in a hat, you shake them up, and then you just pick the words out, and then you make and you just say whatever is there." That's funny. Um, so most. Dada poems were just random strings of words that didn't make any sense. We should do that. Um, yeah, I love that. We could do that. Um, 
and they would actually they'd perform these and and stuff like in front of people so you know dado it was really a um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh diverse uh kind of art so the berlin dada group uh hook hook was the only woman in the group yeah um, and this kind of made her like an enemy to a lot of people no. in the group no. um yeah she, she was kind of uh harassed and stuff no. for a, a few reasons um Damn. she was the only woman she had very short hair for the time mm. um she was openly bisexual yeah um she was a very straightforward person. She told it how it was. Mm. Um, and she <laughs> was also she was also very independent. Uh yes. I think I read something that said she was still working at the um the the the, the, the Verlag? The, 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 yeah, the Verlag at this time while being in this group. Um and she was actually the only one in the group who like had a steady job. Um all these other men were just artists who, you know, got money from art. But she was she had her job and was also doing this art. Yeah. Um, which you know obviously, it m- kind of made her a target. Men were the men were jealous. You know, insecure. They didn't like seeing an independent woman like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, Berlin Dada was a little more. Um, most Dada was w- w- the whole point was nonsensical. It was just like rebel against things. Um, whatever. But Berlin Dada was a little more politically and socially concerned than most other Dada groups. And I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not sure if that is because of Hannah um, or if like she, or if that's just also an addition. Cause I read some things that basically said that pretty much all Dada was not that political, um, but, but Hannah was, uh, hmm. And she was like, but I I don't know. I from what another thing I heard said that the Berlin Dada group was more political and socially concerned, um, and I'm not sure that might have been her influence. That might have been just in addition to her being there. I feel like who knows. I feel like even like maybe one day we'll tell the story of the urinal, but like that was politically essentially politically charged if you boil down like why it happened. So like right, that guy was also from Berlin though, right? Oh oh yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I'm not sure. Who knows? Who knows? We we'll could, never we know. We can never find out. Yeah, we there's no way to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um anyway, she she was very um but she was kind of very critical of the way that they were uh politically and socially concerned because um just for example there was this idea of the new woman um that was going around at the time um that had become real popular in germany and the whole point of it was basically you know forget the woman of of olden times you know women can be independent um they can do whatever they want yada yada blah 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 um but she kind of criticized that because while that uh, while a lot of people would say that and a lot of people specifically in the Berlin Dada group would say things like that you know they were very rude to her mm. still and the and also like the the uh the 
I guess the state of the world at the time wasn't actually supporting uh, this kind of new woman. Yeah. Um, like it, you know. Obviously, this was a cool idea, but it was. She felt like it was kind of all talk. Mm-hmm. Like where um, it's a promise, but where are the actions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and exactly. Um, so she just kind of felt like this. She often criticized it um, in her work, and actually. I guess this is a good time to look at her work. Yeah. Uh, the Beautiful Girl. Are you just talking to me? Me? <laughs> what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly, Courtney. Oh. You are a beautiful girl. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, I'm looking it up. Okay, now oh, I'll look it up. <laughs> I, I looked up The Beautiful Girl and got Sean, King, Sean Kingston, uh, Beautiful Girls. <laughs> I'll kill myself. <laughs> That's what he says, right? What? That's the oh, song. Yeah. She's a beautiful girl. Uh, you make me want to kill myself. You got me killing myself. <laughs> um, all right. So let me describe the beautiful girl for uh, our audio listens- listeners, which is everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, the only choice. Uh, so it's it's a collage. Um it's a bunch of, and I mean, I hope I don't have to explain what a collage is, but <laughs> try it <I> will. anyway. <laughs> I will. Um, so it's like you know, a collage is kind of like when you take a bunch of pieces of a bunch of other things, uh, and I guess kind of stack them, layer them um, in a certain way. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll describe that a little more later. Uh, let's talk about the beautiful girl. Um, so what it is, it's like kind of like a washed out paper like it's like a brownish looks very old kind of paper and on top of it we see um there's a woman in the middle with her head replaced by a light bulb there's a big wheel to the left there is what seems like a woman's hairdo um with no woman to sport the hairdo uh, her, her face <laughs> a is faceless gone woman yeah her face is gone uh, there's all these BMW logos yeah. around the place. Um, there's also a hand. Out. Yeah, there's also a hand reaching out with a with a clock. Um, and then there's a woman partially obscured behind the BMW logos uh, at the top. With it looks like her eyes are. At first, I thought they were blacked out, but it actually looks like her eyes are just really big. Mm. Um, and I'm not oh, sure I what that, that thing oh, is. Oh, oh my gosh. I like the uh, big eyes. Big eyes. Um, I'm not really sure what the thing is to the r- right of the woman sitting. It, it's like um, a crank. Yeah, a crank of some sort. <laughs> That's a crank, Andrew. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. My apologies. Um, so, yeah. I, like, obviously, this is... Um, like obviously, there's some statements on 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 women's place, uh, mm-hmm. d- juxtaposed with like industrialization, here. Uh, but like I can't like, I feel like it's hard to completely understand what everything means. Um, you know, part of her collaging was like, you know, the the stuff made sense to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it will be immediately. Um what's the word immediately obvious to people who look at it um and that's how she wanted to make art but like to me this just kind of seems like it's like because 
all of the women are obscured. Um, none of them really show their faces. So to me, that's like kind of like a suppression of women in a way. Um, with all this industrial uh, stuff around them, I feel like she is comparing them to uh, uh, to products because mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of how men saw them. Um, and also emphasizing like how much the society actually you know society and all that um was focused on industrialization with all these bmw logos Mm -hmm. uh other than that i'm not really sure what i make of this i i love that she collages her her signature oh actually she doesn't always do that but I will get into that with another painting, another Ooh. not painting, but another work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we've had a good look on Beautiful Girl, unless either of you have something to say about it. No, I was like, this reminds me of another album cover, and I couldn't think of what it is, but I think it might be Starfuckers. Um, it's either it's either it reminds me of Fleet Fox's Helplessness Blues, which is funny because we were talking about that last week. But I think it reminds me more of Starfucker's um, self-titled. Yeah, Courtney just keeps pulling up uh, album covers that really know, do look even... like these. Uh, uh, this uh, the beautiful girl. Let me send you a little. There's right. so many. I was looking. I can't even remember what that looks like. For a second, I was thinking Faces by Mac Miller, but it's too bright. But look at these. If you mix these two together, you see what I mean? You'll see. Keep talking to us. Uh-uh. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I guess look at the pictures we'd like. Uh, yeah, let me let Keep me look at this talking. picture. Oh, yeah, I kind of see it. Right? Faces, um, beige, you know. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it. Oh, well, first, I see it. I don't, I don't really like this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't um, the fucker sees it. <laughs> so, anyway, like I said, Berlin Dada was a little bit more uh, political. Um, instead of just like doing silly little things that didn't mean anything, uh, which you know it would have been good for me to look up any other kind of Dada art. Um, <laughs> but I just know the ones I know off my head. I, I looked up mostly the Berlin Dada art for this, we're, so I don't like we're have the frame of reference. We're not supposed to. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, most Dada was just really random. Um, But this Berlin Dada group, they do things like satire. They'd have, like, political speeches and stuff. They often would use, um, and Hannah specifically often would cut out stuff from the newspaper. So it was all relevant and current. Mm -hmm. Um, And she would, you know, talk about the state of the German government and things. Um, and, you know, what else do my notes say? Yeah, so, again, she was never really fully accepted into the group, um, and even in Hossman's later writings, he would sometimes, like, deny that she was ever part of the group, um, which she was part of the group, um, and then members would also, like, attempt to stop her from displaying her works at some (laughs) of their exhibitions. Stop, you can't do that. Um, Stop. That's ex- but and no, this is really upsetting, actually, though. And also, I did look it up. No, it is. Duchamp is from France. 
uh, from France. But and lived in France. But his, the whole like, if you consider him as one of the pioneers of Dada, he his whole no, definitely his whole thing was he wasn't allowed to put his art in the in the instant in the. Mm in the collections on display and so he would sneak in these random silly things and put his name on it and like make it seem like it was an art exhibit sitting next to the other art and people would be like oh look at this your what's it called urinal yeah and they would be like it's the art too and he'd be like ha see people can think it's art so the fact that they're like no you can't put your shit in here because you're a woman where the whole point is supposed to be like access to all art yeah, yeah like, silly there's art. no rules it's kind of against the whole Dada idea. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, again, what she said. She said they were all, you know, all hypocrites, all talk. Yeah, fuck them. They, they, they never really went through with everything that they stood for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, ring their neck. I'm gonna go back in time. I'm gonna ring your neck. By the mid 1920s, <laughs> though, the the group had mostly dissolved. Yeah. Uh, dissolve. Uh, uh, yeah. So. You know, she wasn't really part of that. I'm sorry, my um, soundboard's going off. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, uh, oh wait, what? What's the soundboard doing? Uh, hissing. Yeah. It's hissing. <laughs> my God, it's gonna blow Courtney, up. You gotta get out of there. You guys gotta get it out of there. We're running. I'm grabbing the mic. Courtney's holding the whole computer. I'm asleep. Oh, I want to sleep through the bombs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm back now. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Sorry, carry so, on. Oh, hi, Courtney. Hey, guys. Sorry about the hi. bombs. Um, so I talked a, a little bit about photo montage uh, and collage, which was from what I from what I've seen, it was kind of invented by her and Hoffman. Ooh. Um, well, uh, I'm him. not sure if. Uh, yeah, boo him. Uh, I don't know if they were like definitely the first people to do it, but I think. Uh, the way they do, did it might have been new um, and the amount they did it they kind of you know it was something that is attributed to them at this point um, what else what else what else so uh, I feel like my notes are very disorganized I will say that's well that's um, all good does anyone expect anything of us raise your hand now if anyone expects anything of us my hands are down oh you're not even talking I'm to me <laughs> exactly um so she also some other things about her art some little quirks she often included androgynous women in her works um which you know obviously made the men mad mm-hmm. some more. Um, she used her experience with stitching, uh, you know, to stitch Ooh. quilts and stuff into her work. That's so cool. Which is pretty crazy to me, and I I think that's also what makes it so funny. Um, in her story, of the painter, when she's like kind of jokingly saying that like uh the the painter is blaming his wife mm-hmm. uh because he has to only use paints and he's uh, restricted to any other forms of art uh when like you know mm-hmm. cuz she is doing all this all this crazy stuff uh and putting all of these different media together you do anything um, yeah really and like i said she would take text and images from newspapers so her work was always current um there's not really honestly like for for as important as she is there's not like a whole lot of information about 
uh, her whole life and everything she did. Uh, I feel like a lot of it stops after pretty early on. There's still a little bit of stuff in 1932. Um, Nazi, Nazi, the rise of the Nazis mm-hmm. um, was around this time. And they stopped one of her shows no. from going on and deemed her work degenerate art. What the hell? Um, and they made it very hard for her to continue doing exhibitions until the end of the war. Um, Nazis at the time were... Uh, she she often, uh, you know, ca- uh, criticized German government, uh, German society, um, and obviously Nazis weren't very fond of that. But they also didn't like art that was abstract or, you know, metaphor wasn't straightforward. They really liked just straightforward art that they could look at and they'd know what it was. They didn't like having to think when they saw <laughs> art um, and having to, you know, try to deliberate what this could mean. So they didn't like her art, obviously. She loved using metaphors and, and images to mean other things. Um, so for a while, she had to lay low for quite a bit uh until the war ended like so 1932 that's a long time because the war doesn't end until 1945 wow um so that's like over 10 years she basically had trouble getting any exhibitions she had to lay low she was actually um ended up being the only one of the uh only person from the berlin data group um or I guess formerly from the Berlin Berlin data group because it was kind of dissolved by this point. Um, who stayed in Germany, throughout the entire war. Um, everyone else fled and she stayed there. Why would she stay? Which you I know? just think is interesting. I I'm not sure. I I think I, I I nothing really has given a reason, but she she stayed there the whole time. Wow. Um and like I said after the war she continued make it making art. Uh, and making and doing exhibitions and things uh but i really like i feel like i i found so much material and i can like i have like 10 different sources listed here um and pretty much all of them just stop talking about her after like her st- it's like her story just stops at this point no. even though she Weird. she lived to be very old How uh old? she lived up to 1979 whoa so she was almost 90 i think wow um yeah uh, maybe i'm just not looking in the right places maybe one day i could do like a, a second episode about the second half of her life the rest is still unwritten but the rest is unwritten but i did want to talk about one more piece yes. um please probably her most important piece uh it's got a long title I'm ready. so um everyone everyone get ready it's called cut with the kitchen knife dada through the last Weimar, Weimar is W E I M A R. Um, Got it. Because you know they say they say V's like W's or W's like V's in Germany. Um, Beer belly, cultural epoch, epoch, E P O C H, in Germany. Again, that's cut with the kitchen knife. Data through the last Weimar beer belly cultural epoch in Germany. I don't know what I'm looking at. You gotta tell me all about this. Oh, I'm gonna tell you a lot about this one. Um, let me just pull it up. 
So it's hard to really describe this to the listeners. Um, I'd suggest taking a look at it, uh, but it is just kind of a bunch of figures, different things. I guess it's not that hard to describe. A bunch of figures, different things uh, from newspapers, magazines, uh, cut out and put onto this piece of paper, collaged, and there's a whole different, uh, I, I don't know, there's a whole lot of things. Let me get into what is on here. Um, so this was made in 1919, which at the time it was right after the war. Um, the entire government had changed and, uh, political par- parties were really clashing. Um, so it, it, I feel like the chaos of this kind of, uh, reflects that. Um, so just, I, I can't really explain the whole title, uh, but the kitchen knife part is interesting because a kitchen knife was typically, you know, it's a kitchen knife, mm-hmm. which would be a tool that a woman was expected to oh. use to cook or, or cut food. And in this case, it's used it used to cut all these things out of newspapers, So cool. Um, which I think is really cool. In the center uh, is expressionist artist, uh, and I'm going to butcher these names, <laughs> Calf... Kath, Kath, it might be Kathy, K-A-T-H-E, uh, Kalwitz. That's her head what? there That's her in head. the middle. Yeah. Uh, and the body is a German dancer by the name of Nidi, Nidi Impekoven. Why is, there, um, why is he throwing uh, it around? I'm not sure why the head is being flo- thrown around, but they are obviously both important women um in in the arts world of the time uh and she felt like they had a place in the center of the collage uh and this can actually kind of be separated into four quadrants and each one has like its own themes oh cool so let me get into each quadrant uh oh and also her signature this is where i was going to talk about a signature so you were saying that you really liked Actually, no. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to tease you guys. Wait till the quadrant. You're excited. Yeah, I'll wait till the quadrant. Um, So top right corner is the anti-Dada quarter, which you can actually see. You can see the words die anti-Dada. Open looking in the wrong. Okay, got it. Uh Top right corner. Um, (laughs) I was on the top left. And and up there, it has a lot of politicians. because they were the people who were against Dada at the time. the not, uh, Well, I guess they weren't Nazis yet. Or were they? I don't really know <laughs> history that much. Um, but, you know, so this has a lot of politicians and stuff in various ways. There's one, uh, a guy put onto, like, a woman, uh, uh, a female dancer. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like Teddy um, Roosevelt. Yeah, I don't think it's Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> but... <laughs> I was like, none of this makes sense. There's also, uh, like, two German officers um, talking to each other with one standing on one's head. There's another German guy uh, in in a dress up there. Um, So a lot of this was, like, demasculating these politicians um, and also just, like, making a mockery of them by putting them in silly positions. (laughs) Um, hold on. I gotta, my thing is being weird. Um, 
bottom right corner uh, is the Dada corner. Dada and uh, STEM. <laughs> Woman in STEM. Yeah, it says it's Dada uh, I STEM or STEM. Dada I STEM. Yeah, I was just yeah. goofing. Um, and so this in this corner, actually, we were talking about her signature. Instead of signing this one, she put her head somewhere as her signature, which I, I don't remember Wait, where did she exactly. Sign, did she it sign is. every court quadrant? Because I see her signature. Oh, where? <laughs> the bottom. Oh, I didn't even see that. I, it was where? like one of the first things I noticed because I like it so much. Bottom left. The whole the whole thing. Maybe she did sign every oh, quadrant. Oh, wow. I see um, it now. But the whole video that I watched like pointed out that instead of signing... They, it had her picture, but I guess there's the signature right there. Maybe um, it was a later edition. But she did. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, her head is somewhere in the Dada corner. Um, but you obviously in the Dada corner, you see a bunch of Dada artists. Uh, the guy on the stupid little toy body. <laughs> yeah. There. That thing is uh, so that's, funny. Who's like he looks like he's screaming? That's Raul. Oh yeah, um, fuck off. Uh, I think that's actually Karl Marx up there too. Um, oh, on I the, see on you. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I forgot to mention she was also big into communism, which was another thing that the guys hated about her. It was um, was Karl Marx a Dada artist too? No, but I think she just felt like the idea of communism kind of flowed with Dada. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other Dada artists. You see the guy with the baby body. Um, I think there's a picture. I think that is the same dancer <laughs> the, or the head of the dancer um, in the middle who is washing a Dada artist like he's a little child. Yeah. So a lot of this corner was meant to like infantize uh, a lot of these male Dada artists who, you know, kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Silly, um, silly man. Oh, and also very important figure. Oh yeah, that's where her head is. Her head's down at the bottom right corner on the map, um, and that is a map of every every place in Europe that has voting rights, oh. women's voting rights. Wow. Um, so, so I guess the black is where the women's voting rights is. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's move to the bottom, uh, top left corner, mm-hmm. which is the. Wait, should I do it? Wait, let me do the it. The prop. Wait. Yeah, do it. I, d- I don't. There you go. What? What did you do? I tried to hit the soundboard, but who knows what I pushed. Oh, okay. Um, top left corner is the propaganda corner. Oh. Um, not really sure too much is... I feel like every video I watched about this and everything I read about it didn't really talk too much about it, but that big face there is Einstein, mm. which is really interesting to me because I feel like I've mm. never seen young Einstein. I Without the hair. I was just learning about him a lot. Recently. I didn't know he was Jewish. I didn't know he was Jewish until now. Yeah, I didn't either. And then I saw something and I was like, wait, Einstein was Jewish? And then I read about his whole young life and and um, maybe we'll talk about it sometime. Not in art of hearts, just outside of art of hearts. Wait, but what's he, what's he up doing up here? 
Um, not really sure, but he's meant to. He's saying something, which I should have translated. Let me just translate that real quick. Um, but he that little text box he's meant to be saying. Um. He's saying, hey, guys, it's me, Einstein. I'm. Hey, guys, what's up? It's me, Einstein. I love Dada and other Einstein things. And licking ice cream cones. Isn't that that picture? Am I just crazy? <gasps> That's only in sunny days. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she's I talking know, about. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah, what are, what are you talking about? Um, ha ha, young, ha ha ha, ha, uh, you young man, I'm not done translating, oh. but that's where I'm at. <laughs> oh my god, I was um, like, what are you saying? <gasps> that's funny. I like that you're translating god. it by hand. <laughs> you're looking it up in a book. Ha ha, Yeah, I'm looking ha, it up ha, in, ha. My, in, my ger- in my German book. <laughs> you young man. The German book that I inherited when I was born. Because <laughs> you're German. Right. See, I told you. Wow. Uh, it's, it's really hard to spell this word. Um, there has to be an easier way. Nope. Did I spell that right? I don't know if I did. I did. Okay. It's it, it, So it translates to, hee hee hee, you young man. Dada is not an art movement. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they made you do all that for that. Um, but I think that's very interesting yeah. that she would put that up there. I mean, I guess she's considering that propaganda. Mm. Um, and maybe she's trying to say that Einstein is a propagandist. I'm looking up Einstein um, hates Dada. <laughs> that's even- I th- uh, oh, there, there says calm right there, which uh, I think means come. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Come, of like, course. Not like, not like, not like, come, but like you know, C O M E. You know. Yeah. Come. Oh. I'm pretty sure it does, um, and I only know that because of Evangelion. What's what's anyway? What's with the um, blue body person? Blue body person. With the hair and the blank out face. I have no idea. Okay. No clue. Um, and maybe this is, you know, maybe that's something I, I just felt like there's so much going oh, on yeah. here. Like, you can't talk about I'm everything. I'm not gonna like, I can't talk about everything. Um, and I'm not going to, and I never will. And you um, shouldn't. That can never then, be spoken <laughs> again. I want bottom left. Bottom left corner. Oh yeah. Here we go. Data persuasion. Whoa. Um, that's where I want to be. Like a, <laughs> that's where you want to be. That's where I want to be. It's just a bunch of uh, basically pictures of large gatherings. Um, I think that's a Dada artist right there, uh, the guy standing next to that that text. Um, so it's supposed to look like he is giving like a big Dada speech. Oh. Uh, there's a big E there. Don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> if there's a lot of stuff on here. If there's any, if there's any like, like. 
Nazi gatherings. I take back what I said about I want to be there. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, some of the... Okay, well, it was 1920. So oh, okay, again, few. It, okay. 1919. So it is iffy if there were actually uh, Nazis yet. I don't think they were Nazis yet. Or at least they weren't um, called Nazis yet. Uh, yeah, but they might have just not been called Nazis yet. If, if this uh, is a negative crowd, I don't want to be in the negative crowd. <laughs> So, yeah, that's really... And there's a whole lot of other stuff on this. Obviously, there's all this um, industrial stuff, these wheels and whatnot. Uh, that might be a gun or something. I don't know. I I don't know what all of it means. <laughs> and I'm sure there's no one who knows what all of it means for sure. Besides her. And that's the fun of it, you know? That's why it's so awesome and cool, because who knows? And that's really it um i i mean there was other piece you, you know there's one other piece i want to take a look at um i really couldn't make heads or tails of this and it's a much simple simpler much much simpler one um i'm ready sizzling i'm ready uh, no she's a scorpio um hold i'm on. not asking <laughs> oh my goodness! I gas. I'm telling you, she's a Scorpio. Yeah, I wasn't like debating you. <laughs> I believe you. It wasn't a question. <laughs> um, not a question. Do not answer. <laughs> so she has this series called "From an Ethnographic, From an Ethnographic Museum." That's what um, it's called. And you know, you yeah. Cool. Oh, and the piece, the specific piece I was looking at was Italian Dancer. I'm very excited. Oh, cool. Very cool. Um, Wait, Italian? Yes. Italian. Oh, no, Indian. Uh, I can't read. <laughs> I was like, there's got to be two of them. I was like. <laughs> no, I read, I read the, um, the, the text. Uh, you're probably on the same website as me. Maybe? Yes. MoMA? I don't know. No, I'm not a MoMA. WomenArts.com. on the website. Yeah, that's one. Yep. Um. I, I don't know. The text looked it looked like Italian to me. I don't know. Oh, it does look Italian. Uh, that that font looks Italian. I mean, not that the the no the font doesn't look Italian, but I just it looked like it said Italian. <laughs> oh, I was saying the font looks Italian to me. <laughs> right, it's a very Italian. That's Olive Garden right there. <laughs> anyway, this is a picture of uh it was the actress from yep it says it right there Renee Falconetti. Uh, from the Passion of Joan of Arc, and she, she her face is kind of like fused with this uh, mask uh, from Cameroon, which I believe is not India. No. Hold on. Uh, no, that's in Africa. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe kind of the point. Uh, of like you know people i feel like india like i don't know i don't know how much they knew about it like when i think of it i think of the fact that like people came over to the u.s and they just called it india and because they thought it was india the native americans became indians um i don't know you know if that's kind of a statement she's making that like we people will just kind of steal whatever they want even names and name it whatever they want Mo i don't know i don't know if she was just wrong and didn't know moma moma put her reasoning on their website 
Do you want, oh, okay. do you want me to share? Let's hear it. Um, yeah. The artist cited a visit to the Ethnographic Museum in Leiden in the Netherlands as an influence to the conception of this series. She used material from other cultures mostly as a point of departure for commentary on the status of women in contemporary German society, invoking an androgynous 15th century French martyr as embodied by a glamorous movie star, capping her with the finery of a domestic goddess, and allying her with a culture other this composite representation examines the complex facets of modern femininity. So, and earlier it mentions, which you, I think you just said, the mask is made of of cutlery wrapped in tinfoil. And so it's, it like, it was saying how it's like, oh, wow, she looks so fancy. And then it's like, mm. oh, it's just like, it's just like spoons and forks and stuff. Right, but I'm more wor- like, why is it called Indian? Um, oh yeah, when it has nothing, when it has nothing to do with India. Yeah, so it's saying that um, it said she, um, a point of departure for commentary. So she's saying like, yeah, that's li- it's it's literally like a joke, not a joke. It's serious, but okay. Um, you know, it, she took all these things from different cultures and put it on this one person, and like in Germany, people would be like, yes, look at the goddess, like. And it's not any of the... None of it's true. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, um, that's, like, all I've got, man. Well, thank you, Andrew. Get off off my back about it. Hey, you know... I won't. You're welcome, man. I I love... I loved hearing about her. She's so cute. She looks like a little... Like, she looks like I could be related to her Aww. in some of the older pictures of her. But then I saw a younger picture, and she I wanted to say she looked exactly like um, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. A young picture of her. Oh, I could kind of see that. Yeah. And so when I saw her on the collage, I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I you see were like, it. yep, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. But release Fleabag season three. Just kidding. That's Ugh. not happening. Yep, Fleabag. Um, that was so super cool. I really, I don't know much of anything about photo montage or, or collaging in general. Those were like sick though. Yeah. No, uh, she made some really cool stuff. Yeah. I really Um, enjoyed those. I don't know what those other losers in the Dada movement were doing, but everything with, (laughs) with eyes and body parts, I'm just sending, I'm sending them in the group chat so I have them, but also so I can just relook at them. I love all the eyes. Really, really so ahead of the time, too, because I feel like people make stuff like this. I see this on Pinterest all the time, like just exactly yeah, stuff, stuff like, like this. Yeah, stuff like this is like very, very, I feel like very common now. Um, and I feel like it's all because of her. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Good ending. Good job. Good uh, on you. I'm giving you a clap for yeah. that one. You get a clap. You get the clap. Mm. Okay. Uh, Whoa, I'm getting the clap. Whoa, this is Andrew right now getting the clap. The clap one? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Andrew getting the clap. Mm. Yeah, I do deserve a clap. Yeah, you do. A pat on the back, even. A pat on my back? That's. Oh, I, no one made the joke, but none of you are Evan. Anytime I say anything with even, Evan will go, My name's Evan. No. <laughs> so we like a pat on the back even and then Evan would be here and say oh, wait, wait, my name's say Evan. It, so say it again. Okay. A pat on the back even. My name's Evan. Yep, thank you. I thought, I thought you weren't going to say it. Did I just disconnect 
Andrew, say something again. Uh, say something again. God. What? Um, she. Can't, I can hear. I can hear you. She can't hear. She can't hear you. I'm reconnecting uh, my Bluetooth. Your boob tooth. She's reconnecting her boob tooth. Hello. Your dog. Your uh dog tooth. Hello. Wait. Hello. Tell me Andrew's Courtney? not talking. Andrew's. Corny. Saying Courtney, Courtney. I am. T- Andrew, I, I, I am know talking. you can't hear me right now, and it's okay because I'll reconnect with you in just a second. No, when I, I can't hear. Alone. I but can hear meanwhile, her. Meanwhile, what's been tickling your your anus lately? What do we say? <laughs> he keeps going. Tell her I can hear her. <laughs> <laughs> what's been tickling your? What's it? What do we say? What's been What's been itching your scratch? That's it. Haven't what, we been changing been it every single episode? <laughs> um. I recently tried i saw online that if you like it was like do you like orange juice do you like do you like coffee then like mix them together you're gonna like it don't think i'm gonna like it but i tried a coffee with like seltzer water it was iced and like orange and i really did not like it um some might say i hated it but i did drink the whole thing because i was in a coffee shop and i was not gonna not drink it um, that so that didn't really itch gross. my scratch. It actually just was upsetting. But Courtney and I are going to see uh, Field Medic and Indigo de Souza yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of both of them uh, in preparation. So that's been nice. I've been enjoying it and getting excited. That's very nice. Yeah. I can't hear it. Courtney's putting in a headphone again to see if Courtney's Andrew, still can hear me. I can hear you. Oh hi, hi Courtney. Andrew, what's been scratching your itch? Oh, absolutely nothing. Uh, what? <laughs> nothing? Oh, you're so um, sad. I guess I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm still watching Comedy Bang Bang, so you know. That's good. I guess we'll say that. How was burning? Um. Oh, it was great. You mean Paris is Burning, because Burning is the other yep, thing we yep. watched. Yep, <laughs> Burning's a different movie. Burning's a movie that Leanne was actually, Leanne watched most of. What? <laughs> and that was a long movie, yeah. too. She watched the end, at least, I know for a fact. Um. Oh, and that was quite the ending. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, Paris was Paris is Burning is good, though. Paris was Burning. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Okay, okay. Um, it really, like, in terms of documentaries like it's so it looks so good um it feels so real like i don't know it's and it's just like a view of a scene that i i'm personally i had no idea it existed in in the capacity that it does um or i guess did uh but yeah very cool very cool we can watch movies again soon why because you're done with your silly little thing yeah i'm done with my silly little things for now. For now. For now. Anything else scratching your itch? Nope, that's it. What about you? Yeah, what about your itch? I okay, so yeah. a few weeks ago I mentioned how I was on the hunt for new headphones because my beats broke almost immediately. Um and I got new headphones and man, were they worth it. Um I got the Sony MX a thou wait what is it let me get this right 
the newest Sony headphones. And I went in and I tried on all the little headphones. I did a full trial. Wait, I think it's M. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, fuck. I got the Sony WH-1000X M4s. Um, they are so comfortable. I have such sensitive, like, ears. I have very sensitive ears and a very sensitive jaw. They feel like there's nothing on. Like, I could probably go to sleep in them. They are very noise-canceling with very cool features. Like, if I say, hey, what's up, while I'm wearing them, it will pause my music and, like, make everything outside of them louder. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, if you cover one of the ears, it do- it makes everything outside louder. The touch controls are way nicer than any other headphones I've ever had. The charge you can do, so it charges so, so fast, but it also has an emergency charge button. So if, if like, they're dead, you can push that emergency charge and it will give you four more hours of, of charge, essentially. That's insane. They're, they're so cool. And I and I was going back and forth between the Sonys and the, the newest Bose, or even like the Bose Quiet Comfort 35s. Um, but the Bose, they only have one, I think they only have one uh, noise canceling option and it's extreme and it made me feel like I was seasick. So I went, I went with these ones because I can make them like less noise canceling if I want to. So I don't feel like I'm drowning. So um, yeah, fuck the beats. Invest in a different brand is all I'm going to say. Well, thank you. Thank you to Sony for sponsoring this podcast. Imagine. I'm looking. I want their, I want their, in, like their, like, like their AirPod equivalents even now. Like the Z's are so uncomfortable to me. So. Uh, the, the pros are really comfortable to me for AirPods, but. Right. That's. Uh, but, but the. Pro- I, I need. You tell me. No, you go. No, you tell me. <laughs> no, you. No, you, no, you, you tell go. me. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. No, no, first. go ahead. You go. Okay, I will. Um. So, uh, I, the AirPods are really AirPod Pros are really comfortable, but I need the smaller, mm. um, the smaller size. I had I had like the medium size in, or I, actually I think I had the small size on, and it was perfect for for my little ear holes. <laughs> yeah, you must have little um, ear holes. And. And then uh, I had to send them in for repair, and they fucked me. They took they took they the took th- the small ones? ones off and replaced them with uh, me- medium no. ones. So now I just have no small things. F that. F yeah. F that. that. F that. I'm censoring myself. Mm. Well, the the AirPod Pros are now what are they? They're like two hundred bucks though, right? Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah. Um, which like genuinely, I'm not sure what uh, if there are, are. I'm sure I'm. There probably are other equivalents that are g- uh, just as good or better. Well, um, for less money, but I don't know. I can't. I can't promise that. The Sony, the ones that you can work out with, the Sony ones that you can work out with, they're seventy bucks. But most places are on sale right now for fifty. They look pretty promising. Oh, that's really good. Might be a Sony bitch now. That might be my new scratch. So. I'm just a tech girl. Nice. I moved. I moved oh, to Seattle, my. and I'm a tech girl now. My headphones yeah, are five dollars. Okay, they are from Target. They were advertised as wireless, but there is a wire connecting them. It's very thin. It goes across my chin. Oh, Liam's got like the workout ones, where I'm like behind your head. Oh yeah, they're ridiculous. 
Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. I don't think I can hear Andrew anymore. I can't hear Andrew either. I thought Andrew just... No, oh. I just didn't <laughs> Oh, no, Andrew's just not talking. <laughs> Andrew! Uh, what did I a say? A little fool. You know? A little thanks, fool. Thanks, everyone. Oh, oh uh, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Goodbye. On International Women's History Month today... Uh, yeah, no, Muppets lie while playing Muppets basketball. Goodbye, everybody. What? Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. You've made it to Courtney's late night. Fuck! <laughs> Leon, how do you feel about Muppets basketball? And that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> you know she doesn't like the Muppets. Why are you asking her? <laughs> All right, I'm stopping this. Oh, sorry, bye. All right, I'm ending. No, not Andrew. I'm stopping the recording. All right, sorry, bye.